Yeah, well, I'm glad you got the email because we're already recording. Hey, what's up, socialites? Oh. Welcome back to the Social <laughs> Studies Podcast. I'm Joe Dombrowski. And as you might have heard, I'm Gasper. I was already in the, I was talking to start the show. Just so you guys know, before we even start, super excited. I launched my tour a couple weeks ago, so you can get your tickets at MrDTimes3.com. I am coming to... New Brunswick, New Jersey, Honolulu, Spokane, Toronto, Sacramento, Los Angeles, Denver, St. Louis, Vermont, Burlington, Vermont. Is that the capital gas? Uh, just keep going. Nashville, <laughs> keep Austin, Philly, Charlotte, Madison, Wisconsin. Get your tickets at MrDTimes3.com. And I will be in Austin. I will be in Pennsylvania. I will be in St. Louis. I will be in Boston. I will be in Spokane. I will be in... Washington. Oh, that's Spokane. I will be in Rochester and uh, New Jersey as well. So get your tickets at Mr. at, oh, sorry, at Gasparandazzo.com. This is so funny because your wife just texted me and she said, I swear to God, if you invite Gasper to Hawaii and he says, <laughs> yes, I am divorcing him. Do you want to be the cause of our divorce? I don't yes. think you do, <laughs> which is so funny because I've actually have asked you to do Hawaii. I just gave you the dates. I didn't tell you it was Hawaii. And you were like, I can't. Well, we'll go revisit that in a few minutes. Right <laughs> Sorry, Melissa. Sorry, Melissa. All right. Before we get into it, we do have an awesome guest for you guys today. And we asked you for your holiday, crazy holiday stories. Christmas has just passed. So I hope that went well and you didn't shoot anybody at your Christmas table. But before we do that, we, <laughs> we, both, got, we both got funny DMs from you guys. So here's a funny DM that I got from a fan. Hey guys, love the podcast. A kindergarten student of mine picked up a black squirrel that she had witnessed falling off of the mother squirrel's back as she walked to school that morning. She put it in her back pocket where it fell in her backpack pocket where it fell asleep. She told everyone that she had a squirrel in her backpack. And when she arrived to school to diffuse all of the chaos, she started telling people that it was just a toy squirrel, which is so elementary school of these kids. Like, no, it's just a toy. It's just a toy. I turned around to see her taking it out of her backpack, still asleep, realized that it was the real deal. The squirrel sensed the commotion. The student flung it on the table where it proceeded to jump onto my arm, my head, my back, and out the door while the rest of the kids started screaming in a full-out panic. We finally captured it and told the kids and one of my coworkers that we were going to bring it to a wildlife refuge nearby. We actually just threw it out the door and closed it. <laughs> I this can't believe, like that stuff doesn't happen in high school. Well, not much. in New York because you guys don't have. One time, animals. kids brought a bird in. A bird? Yeah, one time a kid brought a bird in, and she was like, "Oh, this bird was outside dead," and they had it in a shoebox. They were like, "Where are we gonna bury it?" I was like, "In the garbage pail." Like that's some shit you learn at Rikers. Did you have oh, any? DM? All right, so I got an interesting one. It's, it's real short, really funny, really to the point. One time. <laughs> One time at parent-teacher conference, I asked the kid if there's anything that he wanted me to tell his father. The kid looked at me and said, that's my sister. <laughs> that was the end of the story. He, it, he said to him, is there anything you want me to tell your father? And the kid just looked up and said, that's my sister. He thought that the sister was the father. All right, well, moving on. I I'm trying to figure this out. Like, I don't really he, know the pronouns he, that are supposed to go with this situation. He thought he was looking at the father, but it turned out it was the kid's sister. So he said, is there anything else you want me to tell your dad? And the kid was like, that, Mr. <laughs> that's not my dad. That's my sister. And that's, he's like, I'm pretty sure I ruined that kid's life at that day. Yeah, that's sad. I did one year. I found out that my, the people who this student was calling mom and dad his whole life was actually his grandma and grandpa and i knew and he did it and i'm like fuck who's gonna tell this kid no but that's di i mean this guy just thought that the sister looked like a father no i know i just had adhd and had to tell you something oh i thought you him. thought that he was confused at who his no. all right let's bring on our guest for today. let's bring on my guest you guys listen i thought the story was funny but i guess not i'll just go so funny we're both trying. We're both trying. We're both getting to know this guy slowly over the course of the internet. Super funny substitute teacher, I believe. We're going to grill him on his entire life in just a second. You probably recognize him. I've done a few collaboration videos recently of with him, which is high school 
private school quotes versus elementary private school quotes. Welcome to the Social Studies Podcast, Sam Salem. Sam. Hey, Sam. Hello. Thank you for having me, guys. It's, it's quite the honor. Oh, well, the honor is all ours. We, Gasper and I were talking about this the other day. And how old are you? <laughs> Ooh, can I hear how old you guys think I am? I we said. Think, well, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Everybody back up. Tiptoe. And let's use logic. He is married. But I don't know if he's like repressed Mormon married, got married real young. That's well, what I don't thought. know if he if he's our age and I don't know. So I said like 26 to 28 and then Joseph, well, he's married. I said I was married at 25 yeah, and I'm were, not repressed. You know, I, I think just, you might even be even maybe a little bit younger, like maybe even like 24 even. This really warms my heart. I'm I'm 30. Oh, oh, holy shit. Wow. How long have you been married? Five years. 25 is when I got married. But you guys were like high school sweethearts, right? College, yeah. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> well, you guys were too. But, but I've been feeling real. I know 30 is not old, but I've been feeling like I've been aging lately because like the doctor is just like, you have high cholesterol. I'm like, but I'm just a boy. So just the fact that you guys thought I was still. <laughs> I can't yeah. have high cholesterol. I'm a little boy. I'm Pinocchio. 30 feels like what 60 looks like. See, I disagree. I feel like I've gotten younger, but I think because I stopped working out and doing anything, so my body doesn't hurt anymore. Gasper, how do you feel like you're getting younger? You you complain on this podcast all the time about how your doctor tells you you literally your body's rotting from the inside out. That's why I don't go to the doctors. <laughs> Crazy. Okay, <laughs> Sam, that sign can't stop me. I don't know how to read. That's basically. <laughs> <the end of laughs> you can't tell me not to smoke here. I can't read. And also, before okay, we get so, into me, I just want to say real quick, yeah. I mean, I'm available to go to, to Hawaii anytime. <laughs> oh, is that what's up? <laughs> That's a real awesome Whoa, ride. Hold on. I'm still in. I'm running here. we got to sort some things out. <laughs> I just, my wife is cool with me going to Hawaii, so just that's all. Yeah. I'm going to throw that out. Also, is Montpelier is the capital of Vermont, so shout out the good people of Montpelier, Vermont, and Burlington. How, okay. Oh, how did you know, though? He's been Googling. No. I, I used to be a college admissions counselor and how I'd get people to my booth is I would just shout at people like, hey, what's the capital of this? And Americans do not know the capitals of the states unless it's like mm -hmm. right next to them. Even and then, then it would just start a conversation. And so I just got to kind of know the capitals through that. That's so college admissions. Like yeah, that really is that is so like some shit you'd see on like workaholics where they had to go to a like recruiting thing. And yeah, then college admissions counselors are the improv teams of the higher education world. So, oh, you and what would you hit up like teenage, like high school kids? Yeah, this would be at like college fairs for like <laughs> high school kids or like their parents. Yeah, kids go to college fairs. I yeah. mean, yeah. <laughs> well, this was a Christian college, so you know, freaking weirdo, weirdo Christian homeschool kids do because they don't know what's out there. <laughs> oh Lord, oh Lord. Now we're, you're from Minnesota, right? Yeah, Minneapolis area, mm -hmm. but I'm based in Los Angeles now. Do you? How long like, have you been living in LA? Like three, four years. I was in Long Beach for a little bit, but yeah, like four years. And did you move to LA to be, do comedy like full time, or what, I like, started comedy out here. We moved out here, my wife and I, because she got a job working for Gwyneth Paltrow at Goop. So, uh, oh, do you have vagina scented candles at your house? We don't have those. And honestly, the story behind that candle. Like, I don't even think it was supposed to be. I think she just made a joke like this, this smells like my vagina. Like and when she first smelled it and then they just named it that. And she's like, oh, I was kind of just joking about that. So. Oh, OK. So wait, what so what does your wife shit? do for Goop? Could she be worked in she worked in brand partnerships and events. But now she mm -hmm. she does. She's a real estate agent now. Oh, Has she right. done did met Gwyneth Paltrow? Yeah, like that was one of her, like she had her direct boss, but then like GP is what she's referred to. And and so, yeah, like I've, like I would be at events like with her or like Paris Hilton or random people like that. So yeah, that was like one of her bosses that she'd have to like email and get stuff approved for. That's cool. Were they nice? I'm out. I was literally thinking about Paris Hilton today. Speaking of GP, you have to call it, we like to refer like in the podcast world, like we call Joe, Joe, Joey Music. 
around here. Okay. That's like a big thing he calls himself on Facebook, by the way, in case you were wondering why giving we talking about- Giving yourself a nickname is kind of rough, but giving yourself a nickname on Facebook, I mean, that's some old ass man behavior. And also when you don't do anything music related. So it, First of all, it was my space. So let's not get oh, it twisted. Good. Uh, yeah, that, I respect that. That's better. Yeah, and it if you wasn't went like my for name music, was. You wouldn't find it. Do you guys know how sometimes people change their name and it's like Joey, son of the king, Dombrowski, or whatever? Okay. <laughs> like, you know, like super religious people. Yeah. Like Joey, like glory Jesus be to God, Lord. highest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Joey, I, Jesus I, is Lord, Dombrowski. <laughs> Jesus I've is the reason that. for the season. Yeah. That Wait, so why were you thinking about Paris Hilton? The, the simple life? I was thinking about Paris Hilton for a couple of reasons because I feel like, first of all, we're just going to throw this out here. Did y'all know that Shaq, short for Shaquille, is a DJ? A dubstep yes. DJ? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and so is Paris Hilton. Yeah. Right. So so my this is how my brain worked. I learned about Shaq being a dubstep DJ. It led to me knowing that Paris Hilton's a DJ, which I already knew. And it unlocked this memory of when I was in middle school and clearly gay, but thought that I was hiding it. So we had to do this this poster of like things we love. And mine was literally all pictures of Paris Hilton because I was obsessed. And my PE teacher was like, why Paris Hilton? And I was like, that's my future wife. <laughs> and you thinking about him. it yeah I, I just want to shit myself thinking about it it's terrible that's amazing Did, you know I, I i don't know what just reminded me once i went to a book fair i don't know why the hell they had this they had a little kim poster at like a scholastic book fair and she was wearing like no shirt with a belt on as like a bra i know that it was picture. just like a belt and i bought it and i put it on my wall and I went to Catholic school. So like why this was at the book fair, it was like buried in the back. It must've like got put on the wrong shipment. And I, I put it on my wall and my father came in and he's like, absolutely not ripped it off the wall. I was like, oh. Lil Kemp's here for gonna... the Lord, maybe. You don't know. Well now, right? But I think back then she was there for the good time. Quick segue, Sam, let, can we talk about... We don't really ever talk about teaching, really. It just sort of comes up by default. But I do need to know your connection to teaching because I'm not sure if you are a teacher or if you were a teacher. Yeah, so I like majored in education and then I thought it was I played college basketball and I just thought I was going to be like a college basketball coach. So I got like the basically an offer to be like an assistant basketball coach at a college and like instead of paying me they just gave me like free room and board and a free master so I have my master's in education and then I was coaching college basketball for a little bit and then um I taught full-time high school coaching high school for three years out here in California and then the past year and a half I've been now substitute teaching because yeah comedy is the goal and so with social media able to make enough money on social media to not have to full-time teach, but still, you know, still want to be connected to the classroom a little bit. And yeah, subbing is cool, I suppose. Do you sub and in the same school all the time? I was, no, I, I bounce around. I was supposed to this year, but I wasn't paying attention. I was on the road doing some shows in like the South and I got a call from my subbing agency like, hey, your license is about to lapse for subbing. I was like, oops, my bad. So I just, it took forever to get it back. So I was supposed to be at one school all year, but that kind of changed the trajectory on that. Do you find like when you go from school to school, like people know, cause like if you're in one school, they're just like, oh, all right, Sam's here. We know him, ha 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 from the internet. But like when you bounce ranks from school to school, are they like, oh shit, it's that guy. Not really. The one, the the school that I went to the most consistently, the, the, the kids found out and it goes one of two ways. It's either like, hey, like do a video with me. I want some of your cloud or whatever. Or way worse, high schoolers, the kids just know how to be, make yeah. you feel so embarrassed. They would, they just get really quiet in class on purpose. And then they just play one of my videos at full volume. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Oh, God. Oh, I, yeah. My heart just fell into my asshole. And then they just stare you dead in the eyes. And I'm like, I. I, if I could just not exist for a solid 30 minutes, that'd be what I'd choose in this moment. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Devastating. 
Or like when they like direct quote something you posted on Instagram. That's what they do to me a lot. So they'll be like, like Mr. Rendozo or New Jersey, hell of a time, right? Uh, 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 uh." And I'm like, I don't get the reference. And they're like, did you put your hand in a turkey's asshole lately? And I'm like, not sure why I would have, but okay. But yeah, because they don't have a service, so they can't get on Instagram. That's so funny. Oh. Yeah. I did have it I did have it happen recently where I was subbing a class and it was like AP, it was like this Ritzy private school is like AP English. And the teacher left last second. So there literally wasn't a lesson plan. It was just like, hey, stand in this class. They have enough work that they can be doing. So then of course the kids are just like peppering me with questions. And one of them finds out my first and last name, which I'm usually better about not giving that information up. But I just slipped and then she immediately looks me up and is like why do you have followers? But the funny thing about LA is they were like, oh, you do stand-up comedy? And I'm like, yeah. And this oh, like no. 17, 18-year-old student is like, oh, I actually internet a comedy club. I could maybe get you up. I could get you some stage time maybe. And I'm like, the classic LA where I'm like going from being embarrassed to like, actually, yeah, that would be, it's pretty tough to get stage time in LA. So I, I appreciate that greatly. And then she got me like, she got me on a show at this comedy club <laughs> in Santa Monica. So that's very no cool. No way. No yeah. way. You're like, yo, what? shut up. Get off my page. But like, also, like, DM me. What What <laughs> show was it, by the way? It's a newer comedy. I actually ended up knowing like the the owner of it, but it's it's this newer club in Santa Monica called The Crow that this comic Nicole Blaine started. And so they actually they actually do they have good shows, but then they also, she has a teenage son. And so they do like a lot of workshops for kids, like That's cool. stand up workshops. Cause it's, yeah, just more like if you guys want to be comics, great, but more just finding your voice as a kid and that sort of thing. So did you, did any, do any schools like have an issue, like where they don't want you there? Like they want to like, like they throw you out, <laughs> like, cause they're like, oh, you're on social media. Cause I remember Joe, you had told me like when you were like looking at schools. They were like, well, why did you stop working for five years or whatever? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. It <laughs> like, where did this lapse? So like, do you have that issue or? Well, so no, like, yes and no. As of right now, I just work for a, a subbing agency that like, because the subbing agency, like I'm just on their roster. They just, the school's like, hey, send us somebody. And so this, and so the subbing, like they send me, but I have, the last place I was full-time teaching, I had kids all the time before I was even really pursuing stand-up because I've only been doing stand-up like a year and a half. Um, I mean, I'm a really seasoned pro and if you want to take me to Hawaii, then I can handle that and I feature for headliners all the time. But I, kids were like, you should do TikTok, this and that. And I noticed that there were just a bunch of like TikTok teachers going viral. I'm like, cool, I can do that. So one day- I, <laughs> I love like, that. I just was like, I, I'll film myself teaching. I won't show any kids. It won't show what school I'm at. I won't wear a school logo. You can hear what they say, but you can't identify them. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would just be like silly things as kids are coming in from like lunch and just like, you know, I'd give them a, would you rather to calm down? And I post a couple, nothing. And then I had one where this girl was like, she confused Helen Keller and Hitler. <laughs> and <laughs> as one does, <laughs> And so those I, ages, I always say like, you know, I have stand up brain and I have teacher brain. And of course these kids, like, uh, like I had a good, like, I don't know, this sounds very like vain, but like I was their favorite class. I was their favorite teacher. I was that teacher that they had to come. I believe like, it. Yeah. They would talk smack about other teachers and I had to be like, Hey, well, like you, I'm We're sure not, you guys have been right. in that situation where you have to be like, Hey, we don't. I, like, I was, oh, don't do that. But who, which teacher? But in my head, yeah. I'm like, yes, I also can't stand them at all. But out loud, I'm like, hey, don't say that. <laughs> so I'm tight with like their parents. I'm tight with them. And so I'm kind of like, I taught them, of course, like the correct history. But also I had, I was like kind of having fun with them. And so I'm like, well, who else don't they know? I pull up a picture of like Gandhi. I'm like, who's this? And someone, a kid was like Yoda. And I'm like, well, that's kind <laughs> of right. If you think about it. Um, <laughs> Very similar. Yeah, and so anyway, it got like 6 million views in like, almost instantly and like 80,000 followers on, that's how like I first blew up on TikTok. But like uh -huh. the Daily Mail and other news organizations like ran stories on it. <laughs> yeah, this is how it happens. So the school didn't renew my contract at the end of the, <laughs> at the end of the year. But part of, part of that was just because they had such low enrollment, they had to let people go. And I think they were kind of mad at me for that. But also, let them for sure. And I, honestly, it was a blessing because that 
is what got me more time to pursue stand up, more time doing social media, which I make more. I've made more money this year off of social media than that school paid me anyway. So like, yeah, you know, not to flex on the haters, but, <laughs> but also to ask, answer your question. Yeah. The subbing agency, I am banned from one school district in L- LA because I think first off the principal, he's like, Hey, what's your name? And when teachers ask me my name, I'm not going to say te- teachers do this weird power trip thing where they like, Hey, what's your name? And I'll just be like, I'm Sam, because I'm not going to say like, I'm Mr. Yeah. Salem. Yeah, and that's then, weird. And then back to me, they're like, oh, well, I'm Mr. Smith. And they like basically like try to like, I because hate you it. said your first name first. Now they say their last name and they like have this. Now I have power over you because you can only refer to me as the last name. So that's how this principal treated me. And so I was like, whatever. And then he walked in my class and I was like reading a book while kids were doing like work time. And he was like, you need your attention needs to be on the students at all time. And like, got really you're reading mad. a book. Is that what we're calling texting now? I literally was reading a book though. That's that's good that you know how to read. And I know some of these anyway. And so I got a call from my subbing agency saying, Hey, just so you know, you're not allowed to record students. Like, well, you, and I'm like, yeah, I know I don't. And that, (laughs) I think what happened is that principal looked me up, found that video from years ago, which by the way, the parents were okay with the school was originally okay with at the time. And then later decided they were mad about it. Once like the news articles came out and he used that to like lie and say, Sam records our students on campus and like exploits them or whatever. So I hate him. I'm going to figure out what his name is and I'm going to name him. I will name these hoes. I had an article come out about me too. When my first video blew up and the, it was a British publisher or whatever and the article yeah. of it was handsome gay teacher does blah 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 and my principal like called me out of class into his desk and he had the article printed out and he slid it across and he goes what do you think about this and i was like i think the uk thinks i'm handsome what do you want from me like accurate, accurate on all accounts you're like hell yeah you gave him a high five across the desk yeah it was like that's dude <laughs> and then there was another article he was pissed because another article published something about me along the same lines great article i was painted in very good light but the the source was called starbooty.com and he was like <laughs> pissed that i was on a website called starbooty.com i'm like this isn't porn OnlyFans wasn't even around yet. Like, right. come on. Just star booty, baby. Can we, can we also, just for a second, can we talk about this? How did we not invent OnlyFans? Like, it was right in front of us the whole time. But it is. And like, it's always been, it's just been called porn. But no, no, not at the, not at the fingertips of the user. Like, we literally no, took yeah, social media was, and made it. Was it was called Skype. It was called Skype. And I it was always free. think about that. OnlyFans it is like one of the things free. I'm pissed that I didn't invent. Do you guys yeah. get a, a foot pick requests? Not as often as you, I think, based off of that. Yeah, you seem like a foot pick guy. No one really wants to see my feet. Well, I get a I lot do of have other... a story about feet. We'll tell you later, but I get other weird things. But tell us about your feet, Sam. It's funny, like it's it is just crazy, like the things that people on the internet will say. But yeah, I remember. Well, I got cameo because whatever, someone some cameo cameos like, do you want to do this? I'm like, sure, but there's no way like anyone's ever gonna get a like buy a cameo from me. And immediately the day I launched it, somebody paid three dollars, not even for a video, just to message me with no guarantee of messaging back, being like, Hey, really big fan, it would really mean a lot to you. And they tried to frame it in a way, like not just straight up ask for feed pics. They're like, Yeah, I would just really love to. Like, if you could send a video of like your footwear and your shoes, also maybe your feet a little bit. Like, they tried to. (laughs) I want to know what kind of sneakers you wear, your shoelaces, your socks, and those damn raw feet. Yeah. Can you send me your toenail clippings? (laughs) Did you do it? No, I am. And no judgment to people who do. I'm just like, I can't. Me, it it almost feels like unsettling if it's like just some random person on the internet had pictures of my. Eat, but, but for and also for three dollars, that's not worth it. That's a dollar well, no, fifty. They paid three dollars just to message me. I'm sure I could have got more. But any teacher out oh. there on their side hustle, get yeah, get your money. I'm saying yeah. that too. If someone's asking you, if someone is dangling coin in front of your face, we don't make a lot of money. Like we don't make enough money to say no. There's no face in those pictures. Send your goddamn feet and get your coins, girl. Like I, I'm so pro that. 
I know all these teachers that all they do, they say, all you got to do is take one picture, like feet up Friday and put your feet up on the desk and take a picture and your DMs will just be flooded. Flooded. With people I offering bet. you money. Like, you know, yeah. all these things. And she, and they're always like, ah, it's just too weird. I'm like, you but could like, always deny the feet. Or I could also just go on fucking Google yes, and just look up feet. feet. Yeah. Like, for sure. I, no I literally will like, I was just back home at my parents and I'll take like my, my parents' dog will always just come and curl up at my feet. So I like posted pictures of it. And every time I would blur or censor my feet and people are like, Oh, you're so funny. I'm like, no, it's just, I'm not giving this away for free. <laughs> like, <laughs> I but also I, he does I, have the unblurred version in case he needs to sell them. I've <laughs> never, I've never had anybody ask for my feet or do anything like that, but I Me don't neither. think I've ever like baited people into it. So I think I'm going to do that with my dog with like my raw ass feet, like down by him while he's sleeping just to see if it happens. But you the know what it is? I don't get why it's feet. Like I can see like hands. It's a like, thing. At least a, it's a Spanish But guess. a hand, it's like there's uses to the hand. Like a foot. What are you going to kick me in the nuts? Like, <laughs> Probably. Gonna... Sam, oh. you'll understand this because of LA, right? But like, you know fetish shaming. Gasper, you know about fetish shaming? I mean, I, I understand the concept kink of the two shaming. words put together. Can we talk about, yeah, kink shaming? Can we talk about this right now? I am not, okay, kink shaming? Like some level of kink shaming needs to not be taboo. I mean. We need to be able to do that. You said what you said. You didn't stutter. As a society, like <laughs> pro, we're a pro-kink shaming podcast. I think about that with I'm I'm anti-bullying, but sometimes I look around at adults and I'm like, some of you adults should have been bullied more. Oh <laughs> you need one good bullying. One hundred. Not bullying like repeated, consistent, targeted behavior, but bullying like that one needed her ass kicked a little bit. Like like someone needed to like get that guy and just he needed a backhand one time and now he thinks he's so so hard and he's not. It's I, I think about it a lot with adults because like the few times I've been in like office settings during summers and like temp jobs, like in school, you're all kids are always getting feedback. Hey, keep your pants on. Hey, don't shout. Hey, don't run. You can't eat that right now. And there's always an authority figure telling you what you can and can't do. But like in just regular society, what happens is just all the other adults talk shit about you behind your back and no one ever says it to your face. True. And I'm like, yo, these, 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 there needs to be like an adult version of like a teacher going around and telling <laughs> other adults how to act right because they just don't know how to act right. I'm sure myself included. Hey, listen, you, you got to stop putting your water bottle so close up to the spout. Everyone's grossed out, but nobody will say it. We all just hate the person behind their back. Then they leave, they wipe it with a Clorox wipe. But you're right. If there was someone there just like, hey, don't do that. It would probably be better yeah. as a person. That's a good one. All right, let's cut to a commercial real quick. When we come back, we got emails from you guys about your crazy holiday mishaps. And let me tell you what, did not disappoint. We'll be right back. And we're back. The fans were kind of all over the place this time with the things that there's a, there is some good teaching ones. There's definitely some not, some not teaching ones that I like too. Sam, I'll let you decide. I'm going to give you three titles and then you decide which one you want me to read. Got it? All right. Would you like me to read third grade Coca Coke? Would you like me to read made up Polish words? Or would you like me to read full moon equals full crazy? You know what? In honor of my grandma, let's go made up Polish words. I had a feeling you were going to say that. Is that right? Not the part about your grandma. Don't think <laughs> I don't know me, bro. <laughs> like, we have your genealogy right here, and I knew Polish grandma. That's where he's going for. <laughs> we actually, you're not allowed to be on the podcast without taking a 23 and me. Here we go. Hey, With guys. Check out. <laughs> <laughs> hi, hi, guys. Obviously, I love your podcast. It is the Thank best. You. This is my 11th year in teaching as a kindergarten to 12th grade visual arts teacher in a small district in central Minnesota. Oh, Sam. Oh, for you, oh, Sam. Your people. I bet you're related to this person. Yeah, your dairy-loving Minnesotans are coming out. You heard that right. I teach all grades except for ninth grade, actually. Ha ha. I have whiplash <laughs> when I leave at 3.30. Enough about me. 
I thought of you right away after learning a new Polish word from one of my third graders. This sweet little girl came running into my classroom at the beginning of third grade art time. She was so excited and said, Mrs. Hmm. I made up a new word. My very first new word that I made up. Do you want to hear it? Spit is flying at my face because I forgot how to stand up to get out of this spit path that this child usually gets me. I was incredibly curious. She yodeled a word with more guttural sound than actual letters. I was like... Cool. That sounds neat. And she said, I made it up completely myself. It's my first word. Do you know what it means? And I said, no, sure don't tell me. And she said, no, really. Do you know what it means? I asked my dad what it means. And he said, it sounds like a Polish word. I said, oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to know what it means? Sure. She leans in and whispers in my ear. It means stick it up my ass. (laughs) I'm shocked. She's smiling really big. Like when you make corn dogs and you, she's smiling really big. And she says, like when you make corn dogs and you stick the stick in the corn dog. (laughs) I I whispered, we we whispered, we should probably make that a secret word and not, tell anybody she thought that it was the best idea and now it's our secret word thanks for listening to my rumblings and keep the hilarious banter going it keeps my work mornings even better i don't care if you keep this anonymous or not Kara, aka pretty good art teacher our first person who told us we didn't have to keep it anonymous Kara, we love you thank you for writing in my my first response to this is that you now have a weird secret word that you're sharing. Stick it up the ass with a third grader. Maybe you shouldn't have that as a secret before they go tell their friends and family as they get older. Miss Kara and I have a secret. We like to stick it up my ass. <laughs> yes, that is immediately what I thought. It's like, oh, what's your favorite thing about your teacher or our secret code word for stick it up my ass? Like that's <laughs> whatever the hell the yodeling was. <laughs> I Whenever do need Kara to give us. She knows. I need Kara to get an audio clip sent to us of this word. Yeah, but that means she'd have to bring this girl into a closet, <laughs> have her perform her secret word for her, and then we'd have to. No, Kara, okay. don't take Joe's advice. Say it. <laughs> Say it. I'm gonna <laughs> film you. <laughs> do you know my son just got a new toothbrush? And he's walking around. He goes, Dad, I love this toothbrush. Two minutes later, he's got it behind his back. All of a sudden, I hear my wife fucking screaming, no! He goes, I wasn't really going to put it on my butt. It was just funny. He was like (laughs) rubbing his, he was itching his back with the toothbrush. But from the front, it looked like he was shoving it down his pants. And we're like, you can't stick toothbrushes up your butt. He's like, no, I know. I know. It was just pretend. God, I wish I had someone to tell me that. This is what I'm talking about. There's no, there's always an adult around kids to say stuff like that. But with adults, they just do stuff and no one's there to yeah, shame like, them like Joe wants them to be shamed. <laughs> Joe I just got, says these things and I just have to accept them. It's not that I, I, I want them to bow. It's not that I want them to be shamed. It's that I need them to be. <laughs> yeah, it is for the greater good. Like, Sam, right. real quick, what is your yeah. thought on extreme tickling? What What was it, Joe? The thing with the extreme tickling challenges? Yeah, there's this documentary. It's called Tickled. It's crazy. It's real. You got to watch it, Sam. Sorry. So is this like a sexual thing or is this just like a regular thing? Just got to watch it. You just got to watch it. It is Watch it with the wife. It's a family. Watch it with the whole family when you're back in Minnesota. It's what happened to you. It's like they present it and then they're just kind of like, oh, by the way, it's, it's competitive international tickling competitions. But like the videos are like, it's fetish shit. Like for sure, for sure. But all these, but these guys are out too, but they're like convinced that it's just tickling and there's like huge payouts. Like, and you're like tied huge. to a chair. Like you're tied to a massage table, tied, like bad bonded. And you're just saying how, who can last the longest? Can we do this real quick? How much, 
how what is what's your price to do the to enter a tickling competition like this that may or may not be fetishized so it's basically you get tied down you get tickled and you have to like see how long you can last kind of yeah. like a safe word so how much would we have to pay you to fly you oh, to- and by the way it's filmed and like it goes out on this platform but you're, and you're in your teen. underwear you're, you're in your underwear you're not in your underwear. You're in like a singlet and you are it's like you are representing the United States while like <laughs> Russia is tickling you. There's like three Russian guys. And then like you also then have to tickle the Russian guy when it's his turn. What's the price? That's t- honestly no price. Like the fact that it makes it worse that you're paying me to do it. It makes it way worse that it's like, well, I only did the tickling thing because I'm getting paid a million dollars. That makes it feel way dirtier. So it's you want to do That's it for what free? Happened. Some some of these guys got a million dollars and a Ford F one fifty. Who's watching this? Just sickos. Anytime, <laughs> hey, we're not. So this is crazy to me. This literally, this literally sounds like the, like the homoerotic football basketball players in the locker room that are like we're like like we're just gonna like i don't know as a basketball coach you sometimes there's just like the, they the go a little too far sports, with the towel the high school sports boy like they just like are all over each other sometimes and this literally sounds like a moment where you walk in the locker room as a coach you're like no no it's this game that we're, we're really just like tickling each other and you're just like that's cool if you guys want to do that but why are we doing in this in the locker room before practice and it sounds like that is what happened and then they made up an international governing body for it and got it together and the fact that it honestly sounds like you have to watch the documentary sam you're sam, kind what of you described on. though kind of just explained a little of what it's like yeah in, so in what is your price by the way he said um, he wants to do it for free I'll do it for free if you guys are there to hold my hand through it. <laughs> no, you're tied down. There's no yeah, hand there's holding. There's no hand holding. You're tied. Okay. Well, Jasper, what would your price be? At this current juncture of life, like where I'm at in my life? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 10 years ago. Because, <laughs> like, is it 19 year old me without I, kids? Yeah, you know 10 years mean? ago, like, I would have done it for like $10,000. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like without kids and stuff, like I don't want my son to go to school and be like, my daddy was tickled last night. Like wanna that's watch? weird. <laughs> like, so I'm gonna say 50 bucks. No, I don't know. I don't I guess 20,000, I wouldn't say no to being tickled. But like, am I being shared on the internet? Yeah. Yes. Like, but is it the dark web or is it gonna surface no, it's, somewhere it's on the, the, light, the light web? web. It's oh, the light web. It's on your Instagram not. story. <laughs> but like is it playful like i'm like hey, look Stop at me i'm getting tickled give us a number i don't know i guess i don't know i'm gonna say more now if it's very public because that probably will hurt my stock as a teacher because people might not want me getting tickled so i will probably have to lose my job so now i'm gonna have to say it's gonna have to be like at least three hundred thousand dollars yeah i was gonna say my minimum is five hundred yeah Cause like you got to figure like if it's gonna ruin my career, I need to make it ruin my career and be okay with that. Oh, I don't think it's gonna ruin my career. No, I think your career is gonna help. On it, right? You're, it's gonna help your career, but my teaching career will take a massive hit. Like how you yeah. were brought in, like handsome British teacher, you know, mm-hmm. handsome gay Stable boy, whatever. Time. For me, right. it's like <laughs> tickly little boy. <laughs> what is the the whole the headline said? Handsome gay teacher. What did it say? Yeah, like, why did we not talk about that? That's what they refer to you as. As a principal, like, what you're like, yeah, I am all three of those things. Everybody knows this. What do we want to, like, I'm, 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 like, mine, where I have a, where I have a headline that says, who is Hitler? And it's me going like this behind it. Like, I understand (laughs) why the school's (laughs) mad at that. That's what but, it said. But yeah, that's what the Daily Mail said. Um, <laughs> that's great. But yours is just like, oh yeah, sorry for highlighting these positive things about me and your school. There were All people my- who didn't want any publicity. Like even my superintendent 
he called me in for a meeting and he was like, if Ellen DeGeneres calls, you are to deny it. And I was like, you can fuck yourself right now. Like you ended, up on, you ended up on Ellen, right? Twice, if we're being honest. If we're handsome gay teachers, yes. Then I was on there twice. Yeah, but they told me not to go. And I was like, are you dumb? Wait, you're so, they called you and- Did they call me in, Gasper, with a crisis- specialist who gave me all these potential questions that they could ask me and how and and went over with me how I'm supposed to answer them it was but this is when nuts. this is when you got went viral for like the the fake spelling words just like pranking your kids yes i just yeah i just don't understand how long ago was this five oh uh, just five and a half years ago yeah so like that's not that long ago. Like the internet exists and this full memes are happening. Like that's so crazy that a school would be mad about that. Yeah. Mad, 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 big, mad. The first thing that happened is my boss like stormed into my, cause it like, it was going viral in real time. Cause I posted it while I was still at work. So it was like <laughs> picking up steam, like throughout the day, shit was getting weird. And then the next day it was like game over and it was still getting weird. My boss like stormed into my room during morning meeting and was like, just so you know, you filmed that in school in the building. So technically we own that footage. Okay. Oh, and I was like, nice. not exactly how this works, but I'm going to say yes and let you think that. Like right. I'll blur out the background. That's what my school said too. They were like, you signed the handbook. So we technically own all the rights to any of these videos. Yeah. yeah but no, how, no. how would they own them? What, like the, the department of LA school is affiliated with Sam. You know what I mean? You got what I'm saying? Private like, school. So I don't know. It was also uh, a for-profit private school. So screw those people. Like you've like their number one core value is entrepreneurship. And I'm like, you guys suck. Oh, that sucks. Private I'm doing school this is for the, for wild. Like our, Gasper, do we have this conversation recently? Like the, dean at the private school that i worked at like wasn't even an education person they were like and they had like their mba and knew how to like run businesses and they were like in charge of all this shit private schools love to put someone with an mba in charge of things love they love to love it say oh we just got another one in real time this one literally just came in i think i'm just gonna call it and read this one it's the title is santa drinks beer probably Amen, brother. <laughs> Hi. First of all, I love you both. Sorry, Sam. They didn't know that you're here right now. Listening to you each week is something I truly look forward to. You keep my drive to school short and full of laughs. Before I get into this email, I do have to say, Joe, you are so handsome. I cannot even stop looking at you as I watch on YouTube every single day. You're just did not fucking write that. <laughs> you're so lying. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that this is your opportunity to sell feet pics. Joe, you are so gay, handsome, and a teacher. And oh, I, I just did? read okay. the article. I'm so sorry. Before before we get into this email, I do have to read you guys an, an email that I get. I'm oh, I'm gonna throw this girl under the bus, and I feel so bad. Do it. I this is these are real. These are real. This week I got this email from a fan. Hi, I've been crushing on you for a few years now. I'm a 23 year old female who lives in i'm not gonna say i'm just wondering if you are single i know this is kind of bold and weird but i figured it wouldn't hurt to ask hopefully you don't find this creepy if you are interested you can shoot me a text at gave me her phone number and wow. said if not if if not i completely understand i really enjoy your videos and i'm excited to see how far you've come happy holidays and then let's see Literally, literally seven minutes later, she sent a follow-up email saying, I just saw on Facebook that you're actually gay and I'm extremely embarrassed now. I'm so sorry for this. Please disregard. That's so funny. Did she but I have a, did she send you Within pictures of herself? Seven minutes. No, but she did give me like her name and stuff, and there's a little profile picture of her. She's cute. Like, no, no, I but I'm saying like because that's would have just... been like, what a that's just crazy. Like, you know what I mean? You're not even, you didn't even send a picture. So it's like, you don't even know what she looks like. You're just going to text a random number and be like, there hey, is you're a picture. There's one oh. picture. That is okay. a good highlight of, I mean, I've been with my wife for forever. So I'm not on the game, but I feel like that's a good highlight of how straight women versus straight dudes 
try to hit on like internet personalities. Like dudes are just like the nastiest or like the most, like the dumbest DMs. Like I was with, I was featuring for this headliner. And after the show, there's like dudes from the crowd that was like, so you're not even going to buy me a drink after. And it's like, wait, who are you? What is this? Where like this woman was like, you know what? Let me respectfully find his email address. And then like, it's, (laughs) it's really funny. The difference of. (laughs) It's also funny that a fan told her to buy him. No, no, no. The fans on social media and like not knowing people's sexuality, there's been multiple times earlier on TikTok where I would be like, oh, so my wife and I or blah, blah, blah. And there was like more than a few comments that were just like, wife, like I 100 percent thought you were gay. And it's always interesting to me, like that people just off of 30 seconds videos, just like assume they know what your life is. And it's it's just very, I don't know, it just always is interesting to me that they'd like make these either assumptions or and it's maybe not even about that kind of stuff like oh you live in LA and I'm like you you've watched like five 30 second videos of me why do you think you know anything about me at all yeah I had a I posted a video one time that was kind of like I was reading with this girl and she was totally fucking distracted so the the words on the page said I have a watermelon and she was reading it and she goes I have fruit salad and I go are you sure she goes yes look at it. it says I have fruit salad I go sound out that last word the word is watermelon and she goes I have fruit and she's like touching watermelon with her hand and I posted it because it's fucking funny and these type a teachers are literally reading me so hard about not teaching reading correctly and this is detrimental to the child's understanding of literature and i was like how about you back the fuck up and realize that you're literally psychoanalyzing a 15 second video and everything about my career like know your place this ain't it yeah that's what those first videos of mine that went viral there were so many like 40 year old white dudes who are finding my Twitter trying to be like, you're what's wrong with America and I hate you. And I'm just like, okay, well, you seem like you have a well-balanced life. You loser. <laughs> like follow me on tour. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Find God. me after a show after you give me your money. Um, all right. Let me get into this email. Hi. Okay. I'll, I'll read it for real this time. Hi. First of all, I love you both. Listening to you each week is something I truly look forward to. You keep my drive to school and you keep my drive to school short and full of laughs. Here's a crazy holiday story for you, school edition. I'm currently a third grade teacher. Recently, we somehow got on the topic of Santa. We all know this is a very slippery slope. I got, I tried to keep the conversation short and sweet. Anyway, the students started talking about the treats they leave for Santa. 99% of them shared the usual cookies and milk. Then there was Little Billy, names I'm changing for obvious reason. Little Billy yells, wait! What? Santa drinks milk at your house? We've tried everything at our house, and the only thing that he will drink is beer. Seriously, (laughs) he always drinks beer every year. And little Susie says, wait, wouldn't that be drinking and driving? And little Kevin says, no, no way. I am definitely trying that this year. And then we started math very quickly. I love you both. Hope this made you giggle as it did me. I remember when I was young in, in Christmas time, because I went to a Catholic school we had, and it was, everyone was Italian. I only thought Italian people existed until I was in high school. And, <laughs> what a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> no, for, I only knew Italian people from like K to eight, right? So I only, you know, interact with Italians. And then this girl, I remember in like third grade was like, Oh, forget Santa. La Bafana is going to come. And I was like, oh, do you guys know La Bafana? No fucking clue. (laughs) So La Bafana is, my mom's probably like pissed off right now listening. Like you're pronouncing it wrong because it's like the Italian way. But she's like this Christmas witch. And she comes and she puts candy in your shoes at night. And it's an Italian. Yeah, yeah, it's an Italian holiday. And all the Italians in Italy celebrate it. So it's like the better Christmas, apparently. And it's like, oh. I think it's January 6th or January 7th. I went to a La Bafana <laughs> party, like, and the witch comes. She's got a broomstick. She gave everybody candy. I read books about it. But I remember, like, thinking, like, La Bafana was a thing. And I say it to my kids now, and they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I'm like, ooh, La Bafana's coming. Put your shoes out. Are you scared? Oh, we did do the shoes, but we did it for, yeah. like, the wise men or whatever. You know one of the wise men was named Gasper. 
like they this is one of those things that people tell you when you're a little kid and you realize it's not true when you're <laughs> 33. This freaking name. I know as an adult, there's a book I don't, about it. No, his name Just was, look it up. Three Kings Gasper. I bet it comes up. It's like Jafar, Gasper, and I don't know, <laughs> Aladdin. I don't know the third one's name. <laughs> Rasper, Gasper, and Jasper. Oh, that's cool. Like I didn't I was not familiar with that. Italian January 6th holiday. I just, the only time I've seen Italians gather on January 6th was back in 20. Wild, wild. Uh, so lame, all of that, just for that lame payoff. So. <laughs> You've just been waiting. I watched it in your eyes. Waiting. The Fana date. January 6th, I was right. Wow, that's Italians so crazy. celebrate the religious feast of the Epiphany, Fana. It falls on January 6th. It's a holiday across Italy. All public offices are closed. It officially marks the end of the Christmas season. Guess, do you know who Stregonona is? Yeah, of course. My daughter <laughs> is my, my grandma. I call my mom Stregonona sometimes. So she hates it. Wait, yeah. What does that mean? Does that mean that means ugly grandma? Or like it's a book about it. Like she yeah, makes like spaghetti. No, I know, She's but like my friend, girl. shout out very funny comic Julian Stern, he just did a bit on this because I think it literally means something like like ugly grandma but she was named yeah. that since birth so this baby just popped out and they're like yeah it looks like an ugly grandma like it's and, grandma witch it means okay grandma yeah. witch so like yeah whoever <laughs> her parents are just out here naming that's his own bit it's so funny but wait uh, i'm confused why the hell is she struggling on why is she a witch she makes everybody spaghetti i know no she's well, i guess because a lot of spaghetti fighting. can be witch like mom spaghetti she floods um, the town with spaghetti did either of your Santas drink beer? Because my Santa drank beer a lot to the point where my Santa's currently right now realizing that he made a, may have had a problem in my childhood. <laughs> Ooh. We were that we were that house that never believed in Santa, and I had to like not ruin it for other kids. Uh, why, Sam? Why what just get so dark and did depressing? You grow up? No, it was just my oldest sister when she was like three, like saw like a Christmas movie and like came into my parents room late at night. It's like, I don't want this. I don't know this dude. Why is he coming into our house? And was all scared that just like some <laughs> random guys coming into our house. Like, I don't care what he brings. Like a stranger danger, homie. And so my parents were like, Oh, that's just like a tradition. It's not. So of course my older sister, as soon as like, we're able to communicate like eh, Santa, not a real thing, but we did a very good job of letting other kids. I was like the, Kid in second grade where kids would talk about like, what Santa get you to the teacher? And I'd give the teacher a look like, yeah, Santa, am I right? And like that. <laughs> Santa, bitch ass, am I right? Like, I'm so smug about it. Like, I, I love knowing things that <laughs> these kids don't know. <laughs> That's so crazy. You know what uh, story I hate and it's fucking creepy to watch? The Polar Express. The worst Christmas movie ever. Super so weird. creepy. So it's weird. Super weird. And on top of being weird, it basically is telling kids like, hey, Santa's not real. Because when my son watched it, who at the time he was like four, he's like, dad, why are they saying they don't believe in Santa? And I was like, I don't know. Fast forward it. Because I don't have a fucking <laughs> answer. Because like it was too deep of a question. And it's right. Like, why even plant the seed of doubt that he could be fake to the kids? Yeah, don't. We don't. Play why plant like the that? seed? We just, he's real. He's there. He's, he's happy. That movie's trash. Whole, and it's creepy does, as hell. Does your whole family not drink, Gasper? No. What, like, like my your, adult family? Your, yeah, did your Santa well, not drink my kids. beer? <laughs> what? Or like, did your Santa drink beer or like a fine Chianti? No, first off, my dad was Santa and he would come into the yeah, house. Yeah, that's no, wait, what and, I'm but, asking. That's no, no, the whole point. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me finish the sentence. Let me finish my sentence. I didn't think that you guys really had Santas. <laughs> No, but my dad had a beard and then he, he, the white beard would be over his black beard. So it was like, we were like, dad, like, is that you? And like, my dad had all tattoos. So like Santa was tattooed. And then like, they got- Your Santa was like, hey kids, go to bed. I got a bunch <laughs> yeah, of shit. Like, hey, why don't you leave out the gabagool? <laughs> yeah, 100%. Hey, Labafana is going to come. But no, my yeah. family- Labafana, I left her on the roof. Now give me a goddamn meatball so I can get the hell out of here. <laughs> Yeah, like we gave, we left Santa like the traditional, like we left him meatballs and wine, like everybody else, every other Italian family on the block. 
I do have to say this. I was so pro Santa for a while, but I was like very savvy, skeptical kid. And I was like, the reason I knew Santa wasn't real, because I was like, there's no fucking way this 300 pound man's getting down my chimney. Like this is a PVC pipe. Like this ain't happening. Right. (laughs) So I started my my mom was like, this kid is going to believe in Santa for as long as I can. Like if I called her right now. And I asked her right now, if Santa is real, she will say, those who don't believe, don't receive. She'll say it. Like, literally, that's the life I live. So, so listen, she... That can apply to anything in life. She will hold on to it. I was starting to, like, you know, be like, this, this isn't real. And then a kid in my class for show and tell brought this little piece of felt and he was like this <laughs> this he goes this is santa's uniform it got caught on our chimney last oh, year man. when he was trying to leave and i have a piece of santa's real uniform and i was like this is and i little me was like you can't explain this shit. Like it's real. He's got. The, he's you. Like this is it. This is it. You like I've seen the truth. Clothes. Yeah, I've seen the truth. I saw the light. He went down his chimney. I had to know how, but it happened. I actually love that, and I'm probably gonna do that to my kids this year because that's a cute idea. Gasper, like, oh. I cannot wait to be a dad because my kid. I'm going to fucking their rock their worlds when it comes to Santa and shit. I'm going to literally put my feet in black powder and just walk all over the house and be like, holy shit, he's a size 11 and a half. This is he's wild. He's a psychopath. He walked this through is, the whole house. Oh, why'd he go to the bathroom? He must have had to shit himself. Oh my God, there's shit in the toilet. He was here. You put candy canes in the, in the feces just to make it like, wow, amazing. Gasper, put Gasper. Buy those thick ass candy canes and break it up and drop it in your toilet. And be like, and convince your kids that Santa took a shit. Please, God, do it. <laughs> I'll film do it. it and put that online because that shit will go viral. Yeah, be like, remind holy me to do that. shit, he shit in our house. <laughs> remind <laughs> me to do that. Santa <laughs> shit. But is it going to yes, fuck up my toilet bowl? bowl? I honestly don't know, but I can oh, tell you this. It's hopefully, worth it. By the time this episode comes out, it would have been done or it wouldn't have been done. Yeah, it so will. We so will you guys go watch. But Santa Joe, what, shit. what drink would your kids be leaving out for Santa? What What does Santa drink in the, in the Dombrowski household? What's your dad? My dad, we, we used to give, no. or it, when I am Santa. When well, I yeah, you can answer both. Yeah. Can, we yeah. left Stroh's. It's no, they don't longer make it, but we would leave our Santa Stroh's and he would down that shit because Santa was already a little bit tipsy from the Christmas party that we were coming home from. So that would have it. We did leave Santa a pack of cigarettes one year too. Gone. That was crazy. We, yeah, we really didn't give a fuck when it came around to this shit. He'd leave the cookies, but like the cigarettes of the beer, out of there. I mean, he's got to travel the whole world in one night. He deserves a smoke break. Right, for sure. My Santa, my, we in this house, we're leaving Santa little liter of Grey Goose with probably a little bit of olive juice on the side and some of those big ass ice cubes, most likely. That's what our Santa's going to have. And edible cookies. We're leaving our Santa edibles. One million percent. That's what our Santa's getting. All the LA kids leave Santa Xanax. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no shit. This guy needs it. And it's just trugging through LA in a fucking another dimension. That's wild. Drugs. Guess we are we are running out of time, but I want to give you an opportunity to read one really quick before we f- officially end. Do you want to read third grade Coca Coke? Do you want to read P play or do you want to read Full Moon equals Full Crazy? Do the shortest one because we are really running pressing on time. God damn! Oh, that one's long as fuck. This one is short. Third grade Coca Coke. One year while I was a teacher in third grade and listened to the annual Christmas class party, a parent had made 22 Pinterest ready hot cocoa servings for each child. She bought cone shaped clear bags and filled each one with hot cocoa mix and topped with mini marshmallows. The tops were twisted closed and had a bow with a small jingle bell on it, too. God damn, who has the time for this shit? Since little ones must be doing something at all times to keep them down the bed, to keep them down the bed, lamb. 
I don't know what that means. They had scissors and colors while coloring and cutting out wreaths. One of my nine-year-old students loudly shouted, hey, this isn't coca, it's coke, then proceeded to snip off the bottom of the cone that he made. He made lines with his coca and snorted the lines. Golly, where was the school at? Definitely LA. Yeah, this is this is Dade County, a hundred percent. And then he like does a line. He's like, "I'm Mr. Worldwide for sure." <laughs> this is third grade. Yeah, this kid was nine. So that okay, that actually is really sad. But that aside, what if he just like snorts? He's like, "Man, this shit stepped on." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! You know what's funny is that shit happens all the time when the kids blow out some random phrase that you're like there's no way you should know this right but you know what don't you i mean it might have just been innocent remember like when you were in high school and like or middle school and everyone would dare someone to snort salt it wasn't like yeah this wasn't sure like pixie sticks and like yeah like you know like like everyone this kid's Coke, yeah. I had a yeah. when I taught sixth grade, I had a sixth a sixth grader. He, they were like, Mr. D, do you go? I was young at the time too. It was like 22. They were like, Mr. D, do you go to the clubs? And I was like, Yeah. And they were like, Do you wash your credit cards after? I was like, Oh fuck. This Whoa. Is, I know. Like, let, I me like, see, oh. let me see your pinky nail. Is it extra long? <laughs> like, yeah, like literally that type of shit. I was like, this went escalated way too quickly. Dude, I had a kid. One of my, <laughs> I had a kid not that long into subbing who I caught. He cut his worksheet up into strips and he was using it as rolling papers, trying to make blunts in class. Whoa. Like well, that paper is not gonna, <laughs> it's not gonna work. But <laughs> it was also in the middle of class. And then, yeah, I don't know. Kids are crazy. This is why these kids don't know who Hitler is. This these kids don't know who Hitler is. Hey, we're we're out of time. Before we go though, Sam, what this is coming out on the twenty sixth. So what shows do you got coming up and where can people find you? You can find me at Samuel Sleeves on Instagram and TikTok. And I'm adding more shows in January soon. So just, again, Instagram, classic, hit that link in bio. All the show information will be there. Join the email list. And uh, see me in Hawaii when Joe has me open up. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's no, funny. but I appreciate This is really fun. I, I'm a fan of y'all. And so I really appreciate you guys having me on. This has been a great time. Thank you. Oh, for we sure. appreciate we'll you ha- coming we'll on. Have you in again. Hey, guys. Happy holidays. Send us more emails. We love hearing from you. you uh, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts because we love your kind words. They just make my, my pickle tickle just a little bit. Five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Write us in the YouTube comments. We love reading that, too. And send us your crazy stories about quite literally anything at the Social Studies Podcast at gmail.com. We love you, socialites, so much, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. See you later. Enjoy your New Year's.